With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep Tea. And I'm Natalie. And guys, happy Wednesday. I feel like everyone has been waiting for this recap episode. And I don't blame you because I'm so excited to discuss (laughs) Love is Blind Season 6. We will be recapping episodes 1 through 6 today. I know we're a week behind because today, episode 7 to 9 dropped on Netflix. But bear with us because there's so much to unpack. So Ooh, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a wild ride today. I know. We have a lot to cover. Yeah. Well, before we do though, it's been kind of a rough week for you. Last couple weeks personally. Like, how are you doing? How are you feeling about life? Honestly, I am doing great. This is probably yeah. the easiest breakup that I've ever gone through. And I think Let's a lot go. of it has to do with the fact that you know when someone's like true colors come out and yes. it's like so gross and so icky that you just are like I have no attraction to you anymore. Yeah, it's easy to cut the ties so quickly. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say thank you to all of you for your like kind words and sweet stories, um, words of encouragement after last week's episode where I talked about Condom Gate, (laughs) where New York boy, the guy that I was seeing for seven, eight months, cheated, lied to me after I found a condom wrapper at his place. Um, I've spent countless of hours reading your DMs like every night. And um, I've tried to get through all of them. I've gotten like thousands and thousands of DMs after that episode. You guys are girls, girls. I would be nothing without you guys. Oh, <laughs> I love that. And obviously you deep D, like you are my best friend. Yeah. And um, it's just been like, just like really great reminder. Yeah. That- I think your support system when things get hard is like the determining factor of like just understanding that you are so loved and that this person it's okay your life is okay without this person totally and the community we've built is it's crazy it's like we didn't even know that when we started the podcast we'd have this much love around us and we really do we're so like grateful and lucky yeah I know I was just gonna say I'm so lucky Mm. well that's all I kind of wanted to say about it I'm kind of like over it I'm kind of like pretty much indifferent but again thank you to all of you guys you guys are amazing yeah i love that well should we get into our recap i cannot believe that there's six episodes so for our own sanity (laughs) we decided to break it up into two different little parts so we're going to do pod life into one part one of this episode and then part two will be mexico yeah because there is just a lot that happened in the pods can you believe that Netflix dedicated four episodes or almost five episodes in the pods. I feel like that has never happened in the history of Love is Blind. I feel like it's typically like one to three episodes. Yeah. 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 And I I, at first I was like, why are you doing this to us? Six episodes. Why why? do you think they did that? I don't know. It's actually interesting. I really think that honestly, Netflix is or not Netflix, but like Love is Blind and Kinetic Content and the editors are actually just like experimenting a little because obviously we know there's so many more seasons to come. And they're like, let's just put out the 
the episodes in a certain way and see how it lands and kind of experiment on what people resonate with more. And also, obviously, like the trajectory of what's happened in the season also comes into play. So who knows? I think that is a part of the reason why they're spending more time in the pods and maybe less family time is because this season truly of all the seasons so far has so many love triangles, not even triangles, rhombuses, <laughs> rhombuses, <laughs> little squares, parallelograms. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like you you would think you would never have to hear a parallelogram ever again after geometry. I've but never heard that word in my life. Parallelogram. Nope. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in another episode and bring you back to your mathematic roots. But anyways, but yeah, I th- I really do think that um because of all of these like intertwined relationships in the pods, they have so much content later when they throw all those like parties with the entire cast and stuff because clearly they were gonna introduce people that they said no to. So it's gonna be I'm excited for the next drop. Yeah. But no this... Well, can we talk about general thoughts? Like what were your general feelings as you were watching these six first six episodes there's a lot of episodes in the pods <laughs> yeah. yeah there's definitely a lot a lot of, a lot of episodes in the pods i want to say it brought me back of all the seasons re-watching it it brought me back to our pod life and instead of thinking about like all of the trauma we went through i actually this time around thought of all the excitement i was like oh my gosh like i it brought me back to a place of like i loved going on all those dates and like the butterfly feelings like the good anxiety and like i don't know this season reminded me of the fun that we had in those pods okay i agree I was actually very much shocked at how many uh, scenes there were in the pods and like how they explored all these different like love triangles, love squares, whatever you want to call it, because there were so many like love triangles, love squares on our season that just wasn't shown. I think that um, even in the previous seasons, like I remember talking to former cast members from season three, four, five, and they talk about how they had other connections and they were never shown. But I feel like this season really explores, Mm -hmm. you know, those different connections that contestants have and what that looks like, that it's not always this perfect match. You don't find like one person and, you know, you get proposed to and then here you are in Mexico. It's very complicated and very messy leading up to all of that. But you're totally right. Like it brought me back to that moment when I entered the pods and that feeling of like, oh my gosh. Butterflies and jittery, like fun. You know, speaking of like, it's never clear cut. One thing I'll say about pod life, and I think I've said this on, on previous recaps, but it's so like easy to portray the type of person you want to be in these pods it's easy to embellish and like talk about this perfect version of yourself that people fall in love with but that's why we see so much conflict in the reality world because the actions don't really align to the words you said in the pods and i feel like in some of these like triangles that we'll talk about i think it's going to be the case who do you think did that jimmy for example i think jimmy is somewhat of a not a people pleaser. I don't want to characterize him as that, but he's somewhat of a, I'm going to say what you want to hear so that I don't get into hot water in this situation, that kind of thing. And we Mm -hmm. see him in a lot of instances getting to that point. Mexico is the deciding factor for me, but we'll get into all of that. But who do you think? I didn't think anyone actually. Really? Yeah. I think people held back. If there's one person that I think might be that type of person, but you couldn't really tell in the pods, I think it's Kenneth. 
Kenneth. Interesting. Yeah. I thought maybe even Clay. I mean, Clay is pretty like obvious of who he says he is, but I think like he's making a lot of promises and like, oh, I'm going to change yeah. or I'm going to think about this. But I'm like, bro, that's hard to do. Yeah. He keeps saying like, oh, like you have changed my outlook or like my mindset. I was like, oh, 10 days is enough because uh, <laughs> not by my experience. Truly. But um, can we talk about the couple that I keep forgetting Let's throughout these it. episodes? Amy and Johnny. Amy and Johnny. The sweetest people, but I barely could remember their names after I finished all these episodes. <laughs> That's why I appreciated when after everyone got um, engaged and the reveal happened, I really appreciated Nick and Vanessa Lachey like giving us a little recap because oh, I was happened? like, who the hell is Amy and Johnny? <laughs> I know the last time we see them is like episode two and then yeah. we see them in, in Mexico. And I was like, what? Who who are they? Who like are I had they? forgotten that they had gotten engaged um we actually received a dm on this like why are people getting engaged earlier versus you know other people getting engaged later it actually all happens on the same day but i think the way that the editor edited this season is like some are happening in earlier episodes you know what that's a great point you bring up because i think that's a really big theme of all of the first six episodes is the way they edited because it's so confusing how they go back and forth between the couples and the triangles. And it's like hard to piece together like when everything happened, like the timeline of it all. Because yes. I'm like, mm, are you trying to dupe us with some of like these scenarios or not? Like it's hard to get it. But they did a good job editing this season. I had the same thought as you. It's really hard to figure out when things are happening. Yeah. Um, I did think it was kind of unfair um, with Amy and Johnny, how they show their scenes and then they kind of disappear um i do like them in that they seem very unproblematic like clearly they didn't have any drama with anyone else in the pods or they're being portrayed as that like perfect couple right off the bat like, yeah like the right away yeah um, like lauren and cameron and tiffany and brett like that type of edit and storyline but we'll see because daniel and nick also got that storyline too and then they got a little bit messy in mexico yeah. and I, beyond i don't think that this is going to be the case with them Same. i really think that johnny and amy are probably going to get engaged or i mean they're going to get obviously they're engaged they're going to get married i think they're going to be unproblematic i they're just seeing them in Mexico and we'll get into them in Mexico, but like they're so lovey-dovey that I did appreciate though how sweet Amy's story was. At first, I think I like wasn't paying attention and I was like, why is she talking about her brother so much? But then I realized like the the amount of love that she has for him and like how much she's like willing to not sacrifice her own life, but like have him involved in making sure that he's okay. I don't know. It was really special and I thought it was really sweet. Um, and the reveal was hella cute. I agree. With the makeup when she got... Because uh, I remember when she got makeup on Johnny and I was like, oh my God, that's me. I literally get makeup on people all the time. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was cute. But anyways, yeah, yeah them, I think they're going to get married. We'll see. But That's how I felt about Kenneth and Brittany too. I feel like they are yeah. also the couple that you see some scenes and they don't get a lot of like screen time um, in the initial pod episodes. Yeah. But same, unproblematic. Though I do think that they will be problematic in um the episodes that came out today episode seven through yeah. nine um but uh, this might be an unpopular opinion but a little piece of me thinks that kenneth is putting up the front like i don't know yeah just, and based on the trailer it seems like it yeah um just, i hope not but that's just i have nothing to back that up aside from my 
own intuition yeah but also can i say he's the he is a middle school principal at the age of 25 it's giving it's giving really high achieving like level fun fact about him though he was actually on kelly clarkson's um tv show for being the youngest middle school principal in the u.s let's go last Kenny. year or two years ago now that's i think dope. it was like in 2022 um that so says I that a lot very, about him well i don't know in a positive way i feel like i mean he's career driven and i feel like britney remember when britney was talking about it and she's like i don't want to be in the lead position i want like i want to be taken care of and like whatever else and i feel like i don't know they're a good fit also how mature they came off they seem like they are so mature and literally Britney is 24 and Kenneth is 25. So I was like, wow, they're, they're pretty, I don't know. They seem mature for their age and like they've really bonded on similar values, but I I am intrigued to see what happens with them. There's some drama coming. They give me what Christian Mingle would look IRL. Yes. (laughs) If Christian Mingle, if, if, there was like a visual representation of what Christian Mingle looks like in the real world. It is Brittany and Kenneth. <laughs> Christian Mingle. No, literally. Do you have to like, be Christian to go on Christian Mingle? I mean, I feel like... Do you have to? Can I go on there? <laughs> uh, I'm, I think Christian Mingle is like, you want to find other Christians. I don't know. I'll be like, surprise. I'm not liar. <laughs> surprise. I mean, I'm not Christian, but I'm looking for one. Hey, I'm not religious, but I can be molded. No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, you're right. That's actually hilarious. Christian (laughs) I'm telling you that youth group pastor vibe, Sunday school teacher. I know it. I've experienced it. And it's it's Brittany and Kenneth. See, That's cute. I like that. And I really like the reveal, too. Let's switch gears and talk about our first love triangle. Let's talk about A.D., Matthew and Clay. Oh, this one was a juicy love triangle. Well, I feel like it's a love square because you got Amber on the side there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amber's. um, hmm. Okay, can I tell you something hilarious? I forgot to tell you this earlier, but I was scrolling TikTok um, yesterday and legitimately there's an entire tiktok and like thousands of comments about people saying that amber is a planted actor or no actress. way why does she have acting credits um someone was uh, in the in the comments being like there's no proof i know her like there's no way she's one and then someone else commented and be like that's my cousin and she's on like broadway shows or something like that i don't know if there's any merit to it though yeah why would her own cousin like toss her under the bus i don't know but it's actually really funny it's a really funny conspiracy theory but i'm like you guys they don't have paid actors on love no, is blind come no. on i feel like that'd be too obvious if she like was like a <laughs> plant like people used to say that about Shayna on our season like Shayna was a plant she really wasn't she was just like kind of used a little bit by the producers so the um, fact that people thought that is hilarious to me though have you ever gotten undressed only to realize you were in front of an open window totally exposed and vulnerable well going online without using ExpressVPN is like being naked in front of a floor to ceiling window there are creepers out there who can see and record everything you do online even in so-called private browsing mode like private browsing or incognito mode look at the fine print you'll see that your browsing history is actually visible to a ton of people like your internet provider your school or even your employer 
That's why I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that sends 100% of my traffic through their encrypted server so my browsing history cannot be seen by anyone. Privacy and security are so important to me, especially coming from the tech world and being a victim to getting information leaked. ExpressVPN is another way I protect myself in this ever-changing digital world. That's right. So make sure you protect your online activity with a VPN I trust to keep me private. Visit expressvpn.com slash out of the pots today. That's expressvpn.com slash out of the pods to get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash out of the pods. Okay, let's start with Matthew because he has been a popular topic of conversation literally all over social media. Mm -hmm. And I've heard a few things like he's actually been commenting on some posts being like, hey, the editors did me dirty. I actually didn't walk out on anybody mid-date. And so I don't know what's real and what's not, but uh, I don't know if the editors did that. That is they did him dirty there. (laughs) So he's saying that he never walked out on Sarah Ann. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. If they edited that, which I wouldn't put past them considering, you know, I've talked about this. They actually edited the scene where Shane calls me Shayna. It was yeah. actually about Deep D, that fight Shane and I had in the pods, if anyone remembers. Yeah. So I wouldn't put it past them if they wanted something a yeah, little bit like, more. Yeah, like created a very controversial scene. Yeah. Interesting. Matthew has been a really interesting character to see in this entire pod episodes because at first I was like, Matthew, 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 why are you in this situation? Why, if you can't get emotional on dates or if it's too overwhelming for you or you maybe you have social anxiety or this is, I'm just wondering why he signed up to do this show because it just doesn't seem like his vibe you know, at the beginning. But then you see a lot of growth in him talking to AD. And I was like, I was really rooting for them because I was like, wow, like AD really brought out this side of him where Matthew like let his walls down and he became emotional with her. And like, I was like really rooting for him. I mean, I was rooting for him too when I saw he connected with AD and AD helped him open up a little bit. Okay, this is going to be like, just an assumption and maybe a controversial opinion, but I really think the fact that he is so aware of the cameras got to him in the beginning. Because America's watching. Yeah, because America's <laughs> watching and America loves an underdog story, according to him. Confusing. But I really think that's why he was a little bit on the more awkward side when it came to like having conversations where he must have been so preoccupied with the fact that what is being filmed might be shown to millions and millions of people. But that's wild to me because if he was so cognizant of that, then why get himself into a triangle between Amber and AD? You know what I mean? Like, did you really think that's just wild to me because it seemed more calculated towards the end there. At first, I was like trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, he's just trying to get through whatever, like, And he's doing it to his own beat. You know, I get it. But at the same time, I was like, you're stringing two people along and then making them cry and like not fight. But like there's conflict. Yeah. I don't see him as like manipulative in terms of like, you know, like I don't think he led two girls on for screen time per se. I think he Mm -hmm. led them on for selfish reasons where he didn't know how to like, like navigate. Yeah. Like navigate it. I cannot make up Matthew. Truly, I don't know. Like, I think about the scenes we saw in the beginning when he's asking women to pick a question between 1 through 15. 
Yeah. And he asks them that and they're like, what about you? And he can't respond. Like he literally is just like freezing up. <laughs> I was like, how did this man get two women to be attracted to him? Yeah. How did because- he get past interviewing? <laughs> no, I know. Because we've been in the pods, obviously. And being a good conversationalist means everything in those pods. Yeah. Like that is how you go through. And I do not, I don't get like how he got two beautiful vivacious women to <laughs> build a connection with him. Know. Wait, can we talk about um, why do you think the producers and editors did not show any dates with Amber and Matthew? Okay. I was thinking that to myself when I was watching these episodes, because when Amber is talking about Matthew in front of AD in the mm-hmm. women's lounge and AD's like, what the heck? Like, I was like, when did Amber even have a connection with Matthew? I was I so confused. Exactly. I thought it was just Matthew and AD the whole time. Yeah. I think the reason why they didn't show any of the scenes was because they knew that Matthew and Amber weren't going to make it onto like the the main cast. Or they're what? saving it for later. Either we get in some extra scenes at reunion or in the next five episodes. Ooh, that's well, a good theory. We'll see. I know. My mind was going like, why are they not showing mm-hmm. what Matthew said to Amber? Like, like I, I was like, I need the evidence producers and yes. editors. Like, did he actually say the same things to Amber as he did to AD about yeah. asking their fathers um, for um, their hand in marriage? Yeah, their mm-hmm. permission. I was like, did he say the same thing? Yeah. To um, Amber that he did to AD. And I was like, where's the tape? Run the fucking tape. (laughs) Roll the tape. You know what's interesting is I think they want him to be a controversial topic because look at how we're talking about him. He is a controversial topic. And I think that's why they like left it out. They're like, let the the audience ponder on exactly what happened. You know, is Matthew a good guy or not? And I don't think actually I hate saying that because everyone is good. But um, anyways, Matthew, you're right, though. Matthew is very confusing. I'm very confused by him i can't pinpoint who he is as a person like on the one hand i like him but then i'm like you're doing some questionable shit dude i had a soft spot for him because quite honestly like regarding his general social awkwardness in the pods i was like that that might just be like social anxiety or and and look i think i liked the fact that Matthew was part of this cast because I know people in my life who struggle to hold conversations or kind of get like, like they freeze up and Mm -hmm. they just have general social anxiety. And I'm not saying he might not, but to me, it seemed like that potentially might be a reason. Yeah. So I was like, he's just like, I guess like kind of like representing those people that maybe aren't the best conversationalists. And this is kind of how they struggle in the pods. Like he's just representing that. But my mind completely changed. And I went to like feeling neutral about him to not liking him when he started gaslighting AD. Yes. Like I hate that when AD asked Matthew, like, did you say the same thing to Amber? Yeah. He is completely gaslighting her. He turned the whole conversation by placing blame on AD, him saying like, I didn't tell her this or tell her that. Like, that's not the issue. Yeah. It's the fact that you're leading on two women. It doesn't like, he's making everything very confusing. Um, I didn't like how he goes like, don't give up on me to AD. 
Adib and then just ends up leaving when Amber leaves. Like it was all very just like icky. Yeah. And then paired with the whole America's watching, America loves the underdog. Paired with those comments, I feel like I'm like, what is your agenda for being here? Mm. And it's just, yeah, it's it was very confusing. I was like, okay, I'm done with Matthew. Thank God. Leave the pods. No. <laughs> I thought we were going to, although I thought we were going to see some sort of something, something with Amber and Matthew. Like, you know, he's like, I'm going to go get Amber. We see nothing. I feel like producers and editors would never show the scenes because, right, like if she left, the next time her and Matthew would meet is at the airport. And there's no way like the producer is going to bring oh, the camera. Not, yeah. Too many love triangles, too many scenes. Maybe They're not back, part of the main cast. Maybe, maybe back in Charlotte. Yeah. I was like, maybe back yeah. in Charlotte. But that made me feel really bad for AD, the fact that all of that happened to her. Do you think that if Matthew did not leave, she would have chose Matthew over Clay? That's a great question. Um, I think yes. I do too. Yeah, because Clay is a work in progress. Clay has a lot of growth to be had still in life. He, <laughs> he's a fresh He's not potenced. He's oh not Oh my gosh, my favorite quote of the entire season, potenced. Find a man. We're what did uh, I think the girls and the girls lines were Brittany. talking? Yeah, Brittany, Brittany said it, but the girls were talking. They're like, you know what? I f-, f potential because I don't want to see a man and see the potential in them. They need to be potenced. Yeah, and I was like, absolutely yes. We need merch. <laughs> yeah, no, Clay. Clay is not potenced. Yeah, Clay is not potenced. Wow, I really needed a snack after watching all those episodes. I feel like when I'm watching reality TV and I'm just like sitting in front of my TV, that's when I'm really craving snacks. But I'm so glad I have a pack of chomps at home because I never feel guilty chomping on those. I really think chomps is probably one of my favorite snacks because I just have one before my workout class and I don't feel guilty about eating them at all. They have zero sugar, up to 12 grams of protein and are made with natural ingredients that you can feel good about, like the highest quality, sustainably sourced, 100% grass fed meat. I highly recommend the jalapeno beef stick, chef's kiss. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash out of the pods. Go to chomps.com slash out of the pods to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash out of the pods. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. But I agree with you. I think that AD would have chose Matthew over Clay because I think AD first got really turned off by Clay when he made that comment that he has to see his fiance before proposing in the pods. Yeah. And AD's like, what the heck? That's not part like that's not yeah. the point of this experiment. And I think the only reason she kind of gave him a second chance is because Matthew left. I you know, I kind of disagree a little bit on that because I think, yes, you're right, she did AD did get the ick from Clay when he said that. But the one thing I think she appreciated about Clay is that he's very to the point and very direct. And like you, what you get with him, what you see is what you get with him. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, I feel like she, I don't know. I think she sees, again, she sees the potential in him. She did call herself a fix a hoe. We love a fix a hoe. Do don't we? No, no, we kidding. don't. No, we we don't. don't like a fix a hoe. I'm joking. I'm joking. Coming from two fix a hoes, yeah. <laughs> we do not like a fix a hoe. I, I do love AD. What I'm just trying to say, the mentality of being a fix a hoe, we don't love. We love potential men. We love the men that are already there and yeah. don't need that guidance to grow. 
Okay. Because that takes a long time. You're right. And I do think that AD sees that um, Clay has a lot of growth in him. And he, again, he does have the potential to do it. But I do have to say, remember when, <laughs> this is so funny, when AD was telling Clay about her other connection, which is Matthew. <laughs> and Clay literally freaked the like, ma- He's ma- like, who? He's like, Matthew, what the fuck? <laughs> I love- Fucking hilarious. <laughs> The best moment ever. But honestly, I kind of was like judging Clay a little bit for like going off like that. But when they reconciled AD and Clay, I noticed how communication is so, so, so important because I'm realizing that obviously we're having a human experience and it's hard to control our emotions, especially we were in those pods. It's so their emotions are so high. The stress is so high. Anxiety is so high. It's hard to show up as your best self, especially when you're feeling a little bit threatened. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my gosh, like, is it I thought you were my number one, you know, in that moment. But I really appreciated Clay coming to AD and saying, hey, like I, you know, I'm sorry that I like got a little too excited and kind of freaked out on you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I was just realized I was like, listen, we all have emotions and we're going through a human experience. And I think having the uh, ability to say, hey, like I messed up and then kind of hoping that you do better in the in the next situation that arises like this. I think that like, that's cool. I like that. You know, I I appreciated that about Clay. Look, that's the bare minimum. I'm sorry. Like, yes, I get it. But like, I think most people would do that in that situation. I think that's the bare minimum. I know he's, you say he's a person like what you see is what you get. But that's the part I don't like about him is I don't like that he shows his immaturity through his comments and yeah he takes it back when he realizes it's not like an accepted opinion or mindset like when AD is like especially when he makes all those comments about how important the physical aspect is to him yeah he's being honest look I'm I'm not gonna lie probably to 90% of contestants in the pods same thing it's really important or there's that need to know what someone looks like. So I totally get it. I think I just think it says a lot about someone where they don't where they don't have that filter there. Yeah. And they can't filter through that comment and realize like this is not the best thing to say, even though it's an honest thing, because I think that I'd love to say a lot of filterless thoughts, too. But you stop yourself. And I think that's like maturity. I agree. I think we all have those intrusive thoughts. You just don't say them out loud. And I think the best comment I've ever read about Clay is, hey, Clay, like talking about the physical appearance thing. It was like, hey, Clay, like, you know what? We get it. We understand you. But buddy, not in the context of this show. Like it doesn't if you're we're all about physical appearance. Sure. But like, don't go on Love is Blind if that's the case. But I do think like Clay just has a lot of emotional maturity. There's there's like he has to have a lot of growth in his emotional maturity. And I think AD is helping him get there. But again, she should not have to be a fix a hoe. Yeah, that's the part. One last comment about Clay, you know, um, his fixation on physical appearance, obviously, it doesn't look great on the show, especially when you're on a show called Love is Blind. And it's, you know, the show is trying to figure out, like, can you fall in love without it being a factor? I'm not going to go too hard on him because everything that he's saying out loud in front of the cameras, even though it doesn't look very great, is what most of us are thinking when we're in the experiment. And it's happened across the seasons. We've all talked about it, especially with the former cast. Like you are always thinking about like, 
what does that other person look like? And it's physical appearance is a factor, I will say, for like is a big factor for like 95% of contestants. Just no one is willing to say it. I mean, that's why you see like these couples where they meet and they're not physically attracted to each other and they don't work out because physical appearance is an issue. The only time it's not an issue is when couples find each other physically attractive. Yeah. And it's like you just get lucky. Yeah. Honestly, it's a game of it's a luck. Yeah. It's the what is it? The luck of the draw. Yeah. And it's he is very draw. lucky that AD is beautiful. So 100 percent. I mean, obviously, I know <laughs> more than anyone else about the whole physical appearance thing. But you're right. I think a lot of people it, it's a big deal. And also, if you think about it, and I've heard a study that says that like men, the most important thing to them is appearance because they base it off of that. Whereas like women, it's like a little bit more of like the emotional connection. So, I mean, it like, I guess it's kind of spot on in this experiment. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Sarian and, and Laura, we're going, going through these love Jeremy. triangles. Okay. This is the part in the show when um, Jeremy, Laura and Sarah Ann start, uh, they like intro them in episode two. And I literally looked up at the TV and I was like, are we on a different season of Love is Blind? Uh, no, I was like, are they part of the main cast or is this like filler yeah. episodes? I was, I was like, like, do I need to pay attention? I was like, where did this come? Where did they come from? Exactly. We were on the same page but jeremy laura and sarah ann i like jeremy in this love triangle there wasn't anything like so significant that stuck stuck out to me where i was like oh my gosh like i'm so attached to this character and their development in the show out of all the love triangles love squares that are happening right now in the pods they are for to me the least interesting um, and, and I don't mean that in like a mean way, yeah. but I'm just not invested in any of them, nor like their connections. Like individually, I'm kind of neutral about Jeremy, Sarah, Ann, and Laura. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it is because Jeremy has a very unique personality that doesn't I think you either like him or you don't. He's very oh. like charismatic, but a little bit immature. <laughs> You know, so I think you either like really vibe with that or you don't. So I feel like that's why you'd vibe with it. I vibe with him. I know people like him and and he does a little bit remind me of me where, you know, like a little bit self-deprecating, you know, you, <laughs> you? Kind of, <laughs> very sarcastic. Yeah. But again, like you either love him or you hate him. Laura, I felt very indifferent about until she had that conversation with Jess. Oh, yes. That's when I started to change my vibe. When she tells Jess, like, mm -hmm. hey, it's your time to go. Yeah. It, it, I felt very... Mm, it like didn't you should feel, go. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was kind of like an icky moment for me because, one, I'm thinking to myself, well, did Chelsea say that to you out of, like, trust and you just went and kind of just spilled the beans to um, Jess? Or like, did you actually have just in mind as like some like was that like from loyalty or was it just to stir the pot? And it felt like it was more stir the pot. And for her to not give her the full like full picture of why she's telling her to leave, like, why should she have to trust you? And be like, just take my word for it and leave. Like, why would just like just leave? <laughs> because yeah. Laura says so, you know, I, I didn't love that interaction. Um, I don't think Laura was trying to stir the pot. I think she was trying to be loyal and try to give a friend a heads up. But I think the way she did it without giving details, it just didn't sit right with me. It felt very immature. Um, that's not 
if I really was looking out for someone, that is not how I would do it. She's not looking but out for her. I, I didn't like how she kind of made a decision for a friend and was like, do this without providing any details or really any support. Um, But yeah, I mean, beyond that... I have nothing to say about Jeremy, Sarah, and 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 Laura. To be honest, like I, I'm just gonna put it out there. I just like don't care enough about them at this point. I think that they are just kind of there. Like, <laughs> I will have to say, there is one poetic moment, and the editors did an amazing job on this, where um, Jeremy is talking about Christmas morning. And, um, you know, Laura's like loving everything he's saying, because I think they both come from uh, like not a full family. Like, I think Jeremy lost his dad um, when he was younger. And uh, Laura's the same way. Like, she's like, oh, the family situation's not the greatest. Like, I don't love Christmases. And they're talking about how, like, if they got married, um, they would have this like beautiful Christmas morning together and have both sides of the family. And like, it's this whole ordeal. And then it pans to Jeremy and Sarah <laughs> and Sarah Ann is like picturing her Christmas thing and she's like oh I can't wait for like my Instagram pictures and like I'll be upside down on a tree and like I was just like damn this is poetic the fact that and I think that's what it is with Jeremy and why he was struggling between the two connections is like Laura's familiarity he sees that stable life with her whereas Sarah Ann's kind of like a wild card like life would be adventurous with them like that kind of thing and i was like oh okay i'm sure we'll see more of that i don't see jeremy being that deep can i tell you why i think that he really chose laura yes tell me i think it's because laura confirmed with him like jeremy is it for her like she has no other matches like it's just him and i think that gave him the validation he needed of like let me just settle with with Laura because when Sarah Ann asked Jeremy in their final pod date where Jeremy is breaking things off with her Sarah Ann is like you know is there anything I could have done differently like why and he he literally didn't have an answer (laughs) he's just like no just so he's um, like no you didn't do anything wrong and I feel like that is no answer is like the worst way in choosing someone if you don't know why you are choosing the partner you are choosing. Yeah, I, I wonder if that was because he didn't want to hurt her feelings, but also it's like, you know, sometimes you just vibe more with the other person, it's energy. Yeah. I don't know, who knows? I, I can't even... But I, I do think that he made the right choice. Oh, I don't, but... I mean, as of right now, in the point that we're at in the pods, I felt like their connection was more sincere. But, you know, later on in Mexico and beyond, obviously... <laughs> We change our minds on most of these people. So, All this drama on Love is Blind season six is really stressing me out. Honestly, I'm feeling it through the screen. But in all seriousness, when I'm experiencing stress in general, whether it's through work or just generally living through life, this is when my hair starts to shed, but not today because I'm using Nutrafol. Hair thinning is common. It happens to approximately one in two women. And it's something that I've experienced mostly due to stress and other women I know have too. But Nutrafol has helped me so much with my hair thinning. I've definitely experienced it too, but did you know that Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement? In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code out of the pods. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. 
Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code out of the pods. That's Nutrafol.com promo code out of the pods. Let's get into our um, parallelogram, rhombus, love square, whatever the hell you guys want to call it. We have Jimmy, Jess, Chelsea, and Trevor. There's a lot going on with them. (laughs) Yeah, this is a very complicated love situation. Um, First off, go Chelsea by getting Jimmy and Trevor to fall in love with her. I know. She got two I love yous in the pods. I know. I was like, damn, girl. Like... So a lot of comments I see on social media about Chelsea's um, just insecurities. And I really do feel bad for her because she does say on the show that um, she has been bullied by other guys and like how she's just so happy that she's finally found someone. Yeah. And just knowing that and seeing her get bullied on social media again just really broke my heart because like. We have obviously been in a situation where our actions are being seen by millions of people and we're also maybe not getting backlash, but comments are being made. It's and it's Yeah, it's it's tough. So I hope she just hangs in there. But I think the big reason why she's getting so much backlash is because of her Megan Fox comment. Let's get into Megan Fox comment. I have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, well, I feel like we have to do a full analysis on this. Yeah, because please. Do you think that she brought up the Megan Fox comment on purpose because she is the one that brought up the celebrity lookalike conversation. So she prompted that. Yes, she did prompt that. And I think that was wrong of her to do that because obviously this is an experiment where appearances aren't supposed to come into play until later. It's right now you're supposed to be connecting on a deeper level on an emotional level which i think she has done but i got really confused i wonder if she was feeling uneasy about her connection with jimmy and also just is an absolutely stunning 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 girl obviously and so is chelsea chelsea's gorgeous but i do think that there was a little bit of a competition between the two. And I wonder if to have like a little bit of an upper hand, did she bring that up to Jimmy because of that reason? Because obviously Jess is on her side and she sees that Jess is her competition, you know? And so I wonder, and again, this is just an assumption. I don't know. I don't know, but I think it's wrong of her to bring up the whole lookalike situation. Do you think she did it on purpose? I don't know. I think like, is that like, that's really hard to just say, do you think you did that on purpose? Like, I think it just like subconsciously, she just brought it up. So for me personally, I think she did it on purpose. I think that she kind of set it up because again, she prompted that celebrity lookalike conversation. She did. So I think she wanted the conversation to go there where she does make that Megan Fox comment, but I'm not going to be too hard on her about it. I know people are going after her about it, but let me give you guys some tea about what happens in the pods. I can bet my life that she is not the only one that's talking about who she looks like in an indirect way. A hundred percent. She's the only one that got aired. Imagine, imagine (laughs) how many times it happened when we were in the pods. And I've also had conversations with former cast members from across the season. It happens all the time. That celebrity look like conversation i got it like three times and i didn't know what to say i remember i was like uh sandra oh like lucy lou but not really like i don't know like people tell me that but i really don't but like i don't know what to say um but it happens all the time i think the reason why she's getting flack for it is obviously viewers have never seen that sort of scene before and additionally like you know people are saying like 
you don't look like Megan Fox. I okay, and also another like layer to that is also I feel like we have kind of seen it in the past where not specifically the celebrity lookalikes, but like asking about appearances. But I think hers was so controversial because I think Jimmy Jimmy's decision to pick Chelsea was based off of that comment. And I just want to support Chelsea a little bit because I do have to say in that conversation, all Jimmy got out of it was, oh my gosh, she looks like Megan Fox. Let me marry her. No, 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 bro. She literally said other people think that I look like Megan Fox. She said, I actually don't agree with it. I don't see it. And then she also went on to say, don't get too excited. So I mean, yeah, mm, but I I, thought she shouldn't have said other people think I look like Megan Fox. And I feel like she (sighs) wanted to say it by again. It comes back to the fact she prompted the celebrity lookalike. Yeah. Question. I know. So, you know what? I feel like she wanted to say it because it. I know she said like, oh, I don't look like her. It's only the hair and the eyes, like my light colored eyes. But it's a fact she said other people think that. And, you know, like. Yeah. She's not going to say, I think that too. Yeah. I just wanted to give her a little bit of support in that. But then also, yes, I do disagree with the way she did it, the way she brought it up and also planting the seed in Jimmy's head because she heard his response and he was like, oh, I want to marry you. Can I marry you right now? I, I so wonder, she knows. Yeah. I wonder who he said he looks like. He, I, the thing is, remember at the reveal, um, no, she like, said something, though, to him and was like, oh, you never told me what you looked like. That kind of comment was made. Oh. So I don't think he, like, said anything back. Can we can we really quickly talk about Jess and Jimmy? I want to know your thoughts on how did you feel about Jess's end speech? Like her mic drop moment where she, um, she her and Jimmy are breaking up. I don't know how I felt. I do really like Jess, like through and through. I think that she's a great conversationalist, a great communicator. I understand her anger in that scene because it sucks to get rejected. Mm -hmm. It sucks to feel like you built a really strong connection with someone and then they kind they choose someone else like it sucks. Yeah. So I was like, I 100 percent. I if I was in Jess's shoes and that was me, I think I would feel the same way where you're just so angry you know yeah like because i think about it like let's say shane and i had a connection and i thought till the very end it's going to be shane and i imagine if he left me for someone else i think i would say the same exact thing like you ruined this for me you led me on like you could have, you know and i so i totally get her side and her anger and the things that she said however i also understand jimmy i do too i do think that her having a daughter, just having a daughter was a deal breaker. And it was a bigger deal that Jimmy let on. But I understand why he didn't make any big decisions off of it. Like, I, I'm actually glad he took the time to like think like, is it a deal breaker? Like he's pondering over it, like really taking the time to think because that's huge. Like if you built a connection with someone and they have a kid, you can't just be like, oh, they have a kid, like goodbye. You know, like you really have to think about it. But also he's in this impossible situation because this is filming for all of the world to see. So he would look like a total asshole if she's like, I have a kid and he's like, goodbye. Well, that's a theme for Jimmy, though. He gets himself in situations where he kind of has to pretend like he doesn't (laughs) have the feelings he has. But I do have to say, Jess, if you are listening, I don't know if she's listening, but rejection is protection, baby, because you dodged a bullet when Jimmy. Me, because uh, truly, I uh, 
I have a lot of thoughts on this because one, I think that Jess did the absolute best by sticking up for herself. Mm-hmm. I think that like kudos to you for realizing your worth. I absolutely love that. But at the same time, I think you have to cut Jimmy some slack because he was trying to stay he was trying to understand like where his heart was between the two connections. And unfortunately, just having a daughter is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Just shouldn't settle for a guy just because he's in this experiment. She needs somebody who is going to be there for both her and her daughter. And I just think that Jimmy wasn't it. I think a lot of people or some people are trolling her online being like, hey, like, you know, you kind of made it about the physical, like, did you put Chelsea down in the process, that kind of thing. But I don't think that she meant it like that whatsoever. I think she waited until they were breaking up to be like, Jimmy, you have no idea what you missed out on. And she's just like talking about her entire, enti- yeah. like, her entirety of a person. And so I think like, that's how she meant it to come off. Yeah. To be honest, anyone who's going through a breakup, we say that to ourselves too. Yeah. I mean, we'd love to say that to the partner who is rejecting us of like, you do have no idea what you missed out on. Mm-hmm. I think the EpiPen moment where she goes all like, you'll need an EpiPen to open your airways when you see me. I think people are like, oh, she knows she's gorgeous and she knows he'll be like, he missed out. But I think it was more so like just generally her as a person. And I know that that was hard for people to like really like people thought that was a little bit I don't want to say it was like inappropriate for her to say that but it's her moment she's getting rejected I would tell myself the same thing I'd love to say it out loud to my partner and I probably would if I was getting rejected too but I think that we all hope that when we're getting rejected like we'd act like Trevor Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC, is a registered broker-dealer. Oh, I love Trevor so much. There's so many like moments and quotes that I wrote down from him that I just loved. But um, I'll have to say, when Chelsea was breaking up with Trevor before he was about to propose, whatever. I hated that she said, I can't give you all of me right now. What does that mean, Chelsea? You can't give him anything. <laughs> what, did he, what did she mean by that? I have no idea. I have no idea. You know idea. what? I can't judge because 
when I am in like weird situations, like the one that she's in where she's got two guys who are vying for her and, you know, one just proposed and she has to reject someone else. Like, obviously, that isn't really like normal life. I think I would say some shit, too. I'd be like, "Eh." I can't give you all of me right now. I'm like, I understand softening the blow. But but Chelsea, you can't give him anything. You can't give him anything. No, I know. What was really concerning during that like breakup rejection scene is when um when she doesn't respond when Trevor says, If I went first, would you have would you have said yes to me instead of Jimmy? And she silence. And he's like, That's not good for Jimmy. That's not good for Jimmy. I know. Silence is deafening, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. I yeah, I absolutely love Trevor and like the way he was talking about fate, like good things happen to good people. I'm like, you are on the same vibration as me, bro. And like bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> I loved when he was like, I would like envision us going to a soup kitchen and volunteering or going to a dog shelter and i i literally melted i was like oh my gosh this man has so much integrity he has so much emotional intelligence and he just is like a very understanding person and he's good tv he's like he really is the underdog that we want to root for and he really is after <laughs> Matthew. his rejection moment um i think one thing that really stood out to me is that he's able to kind of like swallow his pride and ego and and respond in the most calm way after getting rejected by Chelsea. He goes like, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, don't be sorry. You didn't do anything deceitful, like trying to comfort her. And I think in that moment, I was like, wow, this guy's a really good guy. Yeah. At least a really good that. guy on TV. Mm-hmm. But um, protect him at all costs. And Trevor, I really, really hope you find your soulmate because well, you deserve it. I have a little tea. I don't think this is the last time we'll see Trevor on a Netflix show. So (laughs) anyways, so I have nothing to say about the reveals that happened except for um, Chelsea and Jimmy's. Oh, Chelsea and Jimmy. First of all, um, (laughs) in the Mexico scene, um, I'm jumping ahead just for a real quick second. But uh, I remember when Chelsea was like, I ran at you like a T-Rex. And I went back and watched it and I was like, she did run at him pretty fast. I know. She was was just very cute. She was just very excited. She was so cute. Um, When Jimmy says, yeah, she definitely lied to me about how she looks but I can work with that I literally died inside when he said that and like that's not something you want to hear at all no that paired with when they were sitting down and he was like I almost went home this morning I was like what where is that coming from like that was just like really uh, I don't know it was very questionable like I just was wondering is he just saying that to say it in the moment because he feels uncertain about Chelsea at the reveal or did he actually have thoughts of leaving I Maybe don't just know. got super overwhelming from him and he and I I'm sure like the fear is going through especially after the conversation with Jess like I'm gonna get a shitty edit I just gotta end it here I always think like outside of the box of what's happening on the show, like how I would feel if I had that hard conversation with someone. I think my first thought would be like, I'm so fucked on the show. Like I'm going to get the villain at it. (laughs) Um, But that was a really hard reveal to watch. I don't think it helped the editors put the worst music over their reveal over everyone else's. By the way, I went back and listened to it. There was no music. There was there was actually really, really good music at the beginning. I know, and, and then, then when they, they cut, sat down, they cut the music. There was no music whatsoever. They did that with Zach and Irina's reveal in season mm-hmm. four. So I was like, obviously, they're foreshadowing like a dramatic. Yeah, like some 
they this couple is probably not going to work out. Um, Here's the thing also that like really stood out to me with Chelsea and Jimmy's reveal was the moment uh, with all the other couples. They got down on one knee fairly quickly and then they sat down and chatted. But with Jimmy and Chelsea, Jimmy waited until for a while after they had their conversation sitting down to to get down on one knee. So I was like, oh, man, I feel like there's something off. Yeah, I mean, definitely something off. The fact that the producers also prompted that question to Jimmy, like something that made him say, like, she definitely lied about how she looked like. Yeah, that's going to be a big storyline for them. But can I tell you this moment that I really related with that Chelsea did is when she was getting proposed to she um Again, like during the reveal, she kind of put her hands in front of her body. And if anyone has like struggled with like body image, I know that feeling so, so well. And that made me really feel for her. I know she's getting a lot of flack about like, you know, like she's insecure. She has low self-esteem. But I, I do really enjoy Chelsea in this moment in the pods because a lot of women struggle with self-esteem issues maybe body image issues I don't know if she does but it sounds like she does um and this is a real life example of like when you're still struggling with that how it looks like when you're on the show yeah and also I think she also was looking for some validation from Jimmy yeah in this she moment. always is looking for validation yeah I think that's like a big indicator and Jimmy's just like I feel like Jimmy this is where I start to question Jimmy a little bit and when we get into Mexico I'm gonna I feel like I even started questioning him even more is he really struggles with honesty, which I get it. Don't like say anything mean in that moment. The reveal like is so like special and auspicious. Like, don't do that. But what I'm trying to say is like him just throwing out random words, being like, you're gorgeous. You're this, you're that. Like, I don't know. I just felt like so. I don't know. It like forced. I don't know. The energy was off with Jimmy is what I'm trying to say. A lot of people were also talking about um, AD and Clay's um, reveal because obviously uh, Clay had indicated that um, physical appearance is really important to him. And so um, obviously this is going to be a really, really telling moment. But I thought like their interaction was really, really sweet. Um, no, I did too. But I think it comes back to the fact that AD is beautiful. And yeah. so Clay got lucky. I think if AD wasn't this conventionally beautiful woman that she is i i don't think that clay would have had that same like lustful yeah like i don't think clay would have had that same reaction as he did seeing ad at reveal i mean he still says like you know that um he still talks about the physical in his confessional you know like after the reveal and that's part of the storyline yeah and and that's fair to say but I, i again like i think i think he's not getting a lot of flack right now because she is beautiful yeah. and he is attracted to her. Well, let's wait till Mexico. Can we get into Mexico? Let's let's do it. Yeah, let's go straight, let's into, go Mexico. straight into Mexico. Um, oh, boy. Let's start with AD and Clay. The reveal with AD and Clay was very cute. And it did kind of make me like Clay a little bit more until we get to Mexico. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, here's more red flags popping up, especially their conversation about the working out stuff. Where he's like, yeah, if your body changes, like, I'm dragging you to the gym. Yeah. I thought, oh, man. Listen, I like somebody who's direct and straight to the point. But again, here's another 
thing about Clay that I think he means well, but he literally is the worst at emotional maturity. He just does not understand that what he's saying is not okay. And like, AD, I commend you for having the patience to talk to him through that because I would have been so, so self-conscious and like, I'm like, holy shit, like he's only going to care about my physicality and like, does he love me for me? I don't know. I thought that was like a really hard watch. What I did appreciate about Clay, though, is that when AD did call him out, he was willing to listen and say, okay, maybe I need to change my approach. This is why I think... No, for the cameras. I don't believe that he because it's not the approach and it's not the delivery it's a fact that that's his mindset because she even says like you're really gonna tell me to like go to the gym like especially when my body changes after pregnancy and he's like yeah yeah maybe i could change my delivery though and i was like it's the fact that you're it's the mindset of it oh yeah it's a red flag it's it's it's, he completely missed the point and i don't like that she glossed over it though i understand there's not much you can say or do in front of the cameras you know but i feel like when he's he always says like when he always kind of like agrees with her and like something like i don't really believe it like i think he's just saying it to just be agreeable and be like oh yeah yeah like you're right like, I don't think he actually is going to change. Well, that's the thing about Clay is you he is what you he is like when someone tells you who they are, believe them. Yeah. And I think this is very in, like indicative for their relationship. And I think like AD's not dumb. She is. She did say she's a fix a hoe. But I think hopefully she sees that if Clay continues on this mindset path and he thinks this way and he's not willing to grow or change in any way. It's definitely going to be a no-go for them. And honestly, I still think that AD deserves way better after this. After seeing this conversation, I was like, you know what, AD, you can help him through this process. But I hope you don't end up with him because you deserve so much better. Yeah, this was my like, this was my point where I was like, I hope that they don't end up together. Yeah, because I Um, just love her. (laughs) No, Um, I do love AD too. Another mind-boggling moment that happened was Chelsea and Jimmy talking about their relationship essentially remember when Chelsea asks Jimmy she's like what did you think about me when I first came out he's like your teeth he's like I love your big square teeth that's what you could like why not just say I liked your smile no I know it was very very awkward um it's he confuses me because he's saying all the right things and validating her like you know i would swipe right on you if i saw you on a dating app and um how you know he's so happy with her all this stuff but it just i don't know that comment i was like the comment that he noticed well first he's like your boobs but also your teeth i don't know it's it's At least he's being honest, I guess, because it doesn't feel like he's being honest in the other things that he says. No, you're right. I think that's the that's the problem with him. And that's why Chelsea is seeking so much validation from him, because even though he's saying all the right words, I think the meaning behind it is lacking. The energy is off. And I remember specifically a moment when they were laying in bed and he was saying, oh, my gosh, like in the pods, I loved when you would laugh all the time and be goofy. I like love that version of you. But Jimmy, she can't be that version of herself because she doesn't feel safe around you. Like she knows that like that your mentality has changed. She knows that your energy has shifted. I can think that she wholeheartedly senses that. And that's why she's seeking so much validation from him. 
Yeah, I I bet she feels that energy. I mean, we do as viewers through the screen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, again, we're not seeing the full picture because we're seeing an edited show. But what the edit is showing so far is that Chelsea requires a lot of validation, probably more than, I don't know, I know that I would in that moment. Yeah. And so I know that that could be very draining sometimes. I don't see... I don't think Jimmy is doing anything wrong at this point. I think that it might all be in Chelsea's head. Maybe she feels the energy, but he's still saying all the right things. He's still validating her quite often. I know that teeth Mm -hmm. comment and the boob comment wasn't weird, but I think it was like, I don't know. I think he was trying to be like honest. But beyond that, I don't think he said anything like hurtful. No, he didn't. But I think like when you know the en- energy has shifted and he's saying the things just to say them and just to continue on with this experience, I think like that's kind of not the best thing to do. Yeah. Like if you're having reservations, Jimmy, just leave. Like you don't have to say it's because of your physicality. You Like just you're allowed to change your mind. Yeah. But Deep D, how many times have you dated a guy and your feelings for them go like up and down? I know that I have where I'm like, I'm not sure, but like, let me keep going with it. And, you know, like, and I feel like that's what he's doing. He's either trying to convince himself in it, but I do like that people are going to disagree with me. I know that you will. I do like that. He's still validating her because you. I think it's a way for him to try to make it work. I think that false validation is worse than than like just hearing what you want to hear you know what i mean like false yeah, validation okay. is i think a You're little right. i think it goes yeah i could see your side of it because yeah. i think it also goes back to jimmy's pattern of like, he's not really doing like he doesn't do the hard thing yeah i think he's just saying but... whatever to say it and there's just not I guess I don't see like the pain or like damage or I don't see like the downside of it just yet but who knows yeah because I don't know here's the thing the reason why I'm like very where where I struggle with them is what we see at the couples meetup yeah the couples meetup is you could tell like she sometimes makes situations bigger than they are yes i'm not saying jimmy's an angel i but i think that whole situation with chelsea being mad at jimmy over the comment he made about ad which was wrong him saying that ad is stacked yeah not 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 good to say to your partner and that's a whole other thing of, of objectifying ad which happens quite often in that couple's meetup but um when he's talking to AD and they're talking about Chelsea and their connections, the fact that Chelsea's head went to like, oh, my God, he's flirting with her. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just felt so like, oh, my, you're like ma- kind of making up scenarios in your head. And I think that comes from a place of like low self-esteem. Yeah. Or insecurity. I will say, um, I think when Jimmy told Chelsea that he did not expect Chelsea to just like say it out loud to the entire group and specifically to AD. And so him going to AD and talking to her about it was him like trying to like kind of diffuse the situation and be like, okay, I'm sorry. Like it's it's like, I didn't mean it like that, that kind of thing. But obviously Chelsea took it as, oh my gosh, they're flirting because he just complimented her. Now he's going over to talk to her. So I think like this is a classic case of how, 
the narrative we spin in our own heads really changes our reality. Our perspectives are so Mm -hmm. different when you see the exact same situation. And it's like, even with you and I, like us watching that scene, we have different takes on it, you know? And like, imagine living through that. And I totally feel for Chelsea because I understand it because you say the whatever happened the night before with the whole teeth situation and him not really like complimenting her, that insecurity from Jimmy and pairing that with like understanding how amazing like she's comparing herself to AD in that situation and like oh that's just the worst thing you can do is compare yourself and she was spiraling the entire night because of that it was actually kind of bad I was like oh my gosh I it, but you're right in that moment I did not think that Jimmy did anything wrong at the couple meetup. I am Jimmy in the sense that like I like to be a social butterfly and run around and not be next to my partner the whole time that's who I am so I'm like oh I understand Jimmy in this moment because I'm like the fight between Jimmy and Chelsea was really telling of the dynamic of their relationship because I think Jimmy is realizing that he isn't able to talk Chelsea down, meaning like usually I think that he uses his words to kind of diffuse the situation. Like, let me just try to like get her mind at ease. And I think because he wasn't able to do that, he's like very I think he's understanding that Chelsea is going to take a lot of work and validation and he's going to have to put in the work to be in a relationship with her. I don't know. Did you get the same vibe or like, what did you think about their fight? I thought she was drunk as a skunk and she was being a little bit, she was definitely overreacting. I agree where it, it, um, like, I think he realized like, oh, my gosh, this is actually going to be a really hard relationship, because I think the reason why exactly. Jimmy and Jess, like what really pushed him towards Chelsea, obviously, was the daughter piece. But also the fact, you know, the the final date between Jimmy and Jess, they fought, they got into a conflict. Yeah. And I feel like he probably doesn't do well in like these sort of sorts of like blow ups. Yeah. And so I think this is his like, oh, my gosh, like this this is too much for me to handle. I feel like that's what I saw in his face, especially when she was like, just take it. And nothing he said would calm her down. So exactly. you're totally right. I'm very curious what's going to happen with this couple. And I don't think they're going to make it after this scene. I agree. I, especially when Jess become, uh, when Jess comes back into the situation. And honestly, the trailer was so good because one, you hear Chelsea yelling at Jimmy being like, you fucked her, you fucked her. And I'm like, Obviously, we know that it's probably not about Jess, but I, I was that just again spoke to how things are going to get heated. Yeah, it's going to get heated. Same thing with Laura and Jeremy in the Dominican Republic, not Mexico. We're (laughs) wrong, but same thing when they have um, that conflict about Jeremy telling AD like Laura told me to bean dip you, which by the way. Bean no, dip. had Never no idea what life. this meant. Today years old when I found out what bean dip was. Uh, I know. Well, this is what it says on Urban Dictionary. So this is how they define bean dip. It's um, flicking a woman's or man's breast with an index finger. It's dubbed a bean dip because the move is similar to that of scooping up bean dip. So that's what it means, which is so <laughs> inappropriate that Laura joked with Jeremy like bean dip AD when you see her. Can I also make a side comment? I thought I didn't know what bean dip was because I was like, Maybe I'm too old. Like maybe this is like a Gen Z yeah. um type of thing. But I realize all these people are older than me. Yeah. Like Laura, <laughs> Minus AD, Kenneth and Jeremy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. wait, they're all older than me by the time that this is filming, which yeah. means they're and 
year older than me yeah which is why now, i like when um love is blind is going to all these different cities because you see like different terms coming up based on their location because bean dip what the hell is bean i know dip? i was like is this a southern thing <laughs> yeah. um first of all my opinion is laura set herself up for that one like she was in the wrong i agree she was in the wrong but you could she couldn't have anticipated that jeremy was going to say something about it but innocently jeremy had no idea what bean dip even meant yeah <laughs> so I, I i'm on jeremy's side here but i do have to say jeremy the way he reacted and maybe it has to do with alcohol a little bit but the way he reacted in the moment when laura was like you're kind of making a big deal out about nothing like that mm -hmm. kind of thing. I don't know. I just think that it's when he's like, the... I want to go home. And yeah. She's like to the hotel or like home to Charlotte. He's I, like to Charlotte. I feel like he's just being a little dramatic. Like, yeah. it's OK. Like everyone relax. Like, but I do have to say the way they were objectifying and sexualizing AD in this Me Dominican Republic episode was really wild to me. I'm like, why are you guys commenting on her body no, so much? It was kind of gross. Like, yes, she has worked hard for her body. She has said that. And she has a great body. But the way they are, like, objectifying her as much as they are in this episode, maybe it's like more of that hype woman mentality. But I really didn't like it. Yeah, it just it just felt a little icky. Yeah, it felt. I mean, I'm not going to look too much into it because, you know, I feel like A.D., like, in, I'm not saying she enjoys the comments, but it seems like it's not impacting her. But for me, it felt like a little objectification happening. But going back to the whole bean dip situation, um, I think watching Laura act the way that she acted and Jeremy act the way that he acted in that conflict, it shows that they're not good at um, conflict resolution. resolution. Exactly. And I feel like they're not going to work out. Yeah. I think the trailer indicates that with especially with the you know, conversing with Sarah Ann till 5 a.m. in the morning, which is so fucked up. Mm. Like, ugh. But I think that scene showed, like, if you can't figure that out and you're blaming each other and being so kind of, like, nasty to each other, yeah. you guys aren't going to make it. Isn't it crazy how the characters progress and even our likeness to them progresses? Because... Like literally, it's like a whole different season now going into going back home to um, North Carolina. I mean, think about how things changed for the characters on our season. Yeah. yeah like yeah. how, you know, you like someone in the initial drop of the episodes and then your opinion completely changes in the second drop and third drop. It just yeah. keeps going. So I'm very excited to see it because this trailer looked insane. So what are your good. predictions for this week? Uh, I'm going to have to say... Predictions for this week. Like, are you asking me who's going to make it or who's not? Just what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I think that um, I think that AD and Clay are going to really explore their relationship more. And I think um, it's going to be very telling on how, how they like um, cohabitate. <laughs> um, I think that Laura and Jeremy are going to have a lot of conflicts. A lot, a lot, a lot of conflicts. Oh, especially with the Sarah Ann stuff. Oh, yeah. And Jimmy is probably going to fall in love with Jess. Jess is going to deny him. I hope. And Chelsea's going back to Trevor. But I swear to God, if if Trevor is like, I'll give it a shot with Chelsea, I'm going to be pissed. Why? Because he, Ch Trevor deserves to be a first choice. Always. Yeah, but Bliss wasn't. And she's now living her happy life. So... I don't like it when you bring logic into situations. <laughs> I don't like that. But you know what? I feel like it's hard for probability. Like Bliss and Zach were uh, a... 
it was a, a pleasant surprise, but I don't think like everyone gets that lucky. Yeah. Okay. I agree too. I want, I want the best for Trevor too. I, I don't think that Trevor will give Chelsea another chance. I think Jess is going to, I hope she stands her ground with Jimmy. Like yeah. there is no like flirting or crossing the line there. Um, but she's going to get her like vengeance, little revenge, <laughs> which I think that she, she deserves. She's a baddie. Um, yeah. And I don't think Brittany and Kenneth are going to make it. <gasps> Brittany and Kenneth. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, it was really interesting that she said, oh, you're a whole different person here at home than versus the pods. And can I just say one last like comment about all of that before we wrap this episode is I think along with the partners, how they're like finding out new information about who they're with. We as viewers, is it's the same boat. I think I liked a lot of the people more when they're in the pods because they're just chilling in the in, in the pod, just like hanging out. And like, I loved hearing them. And then seeing how they interact with people in situations in real life, I'm like, bro, I'm losing a little bit of respect. <laughs> like, it's crazy how my entire outlook has yeah, changed Yeah, no, on we people. definitely get judgy more oh, as the episodes yes. go on. Um, and... Amy and Johnny, they're just going to chill. They're just going to make it through. Yeah, they're going to make it. I think the way that Amy walked away when the women started talking about sex and who's having sex, it shows that she's very protective of her relationship with Johnny. They're going to make it. That is my prediction. Agreed. And that is our recap. I'm sure it's only going to get messier and messier as this season goes on. But I have to say, this is a really good season. It's a good season so far. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see the next drop of episodes, which just dropped today. But if you guys have any comments, please DM us at our Instagram page at Out of the Pods. Yeah, you know, they're going to have a lot of opinions and perspectives. So please let us know and make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Wednesday. Bye.